When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois. On the Golden Hurricane Sports Network, from Learfield, this is Eye of the Hurricane podcast, the official podcast of University of Tulsa Athletics. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to Eye of the Hurricane podcast. I'm Bruce Howard, and boy, what a start for the TU women's basketball team. They're 3-0 now in the American Athletic Conference and 13-3 overall. They go on the road for the second time in league play and picking up a victory, TU winning over UCF in Orlando Saturday by a final of 80-75. to And again, balanced scoring with four players and double figures. And for the Hurricane, a really nice win holding off a late charge by UCF. And before we get to the interview, the postgame interview on on our postgame radio remix with head coach Angie Nelp. Just a couple of metrics to kind of bring your way. Everybody kind of knows that Tulsa shoots a lot of three-pointers and three-point attempts per game, number one in the league, number one in the nation. Uh, three-pointers made per game, number one in the league, number two in the nation. We kind of know that, but some other metrics really showing up for the TU women's team. Scoring offense, number one in the league, 50th in the nation. And then some other uh, areas you maybe, maybe haven't heard of that much. Uh, assist-to-turnover ratio 
was best in the league, 22nd in the nation. Assists per game, first in the league, 26th in the nation. And now on the defensive side, blocks per game, number two in the American and 23rd in the country. And then most importantly, field goal percentage defense, number one in the league and 11th in the country. They allow 34.1% on all shots. And then rebounds on the defensive side, number one in the league and 17th in the nation. So this is no fluke, folks. This is a good basketball team, and they're awfully fun to watch. Here is the interview with Brandon Hart and head coach Angie Nelp after the win in Orlando. Tulsa wins this one over UCF. It's 80-75 to 75 is the final, and I'm now joined by TU head coach Angie Nelp. And, Coach, another hard-fought win, and these road wins are never easy, are they? No, no, road wins are not easy at all. Man, these girls are amazing, aren't they? I mean, just, just the amount of fight that they showed down the stretch you know, it was a game of runs. Sometimes it was their run. Sometimes it was our run, and it ended up being being our run there at the end. And just just so proud of the way that not just that we fought on the floor, but the way we stayed together. And I'm telling you, that teamwork that we have is unbreakable. It is truly unbreakable. And so just impressed with our players. You know, a lot of growth areas we can take out of this game. We can go back. There's a lot that we can learn. But at the end of the day, I'm just so, so proud of them. Maya Mayberry hits uh, five three-pointers as 18 points to lead the way, and that one right here on that left wing (laughs) was huge for you down the stretch. Great pass from T to find Maya on that wing, and and great job, Maya, stepping up, having the confidence to do it. You know, she and I had some just some conversations throughout the game, and and she's just such a confident kid, and I love that, and she's going to continue to find her rhythm more and more and more, and she's going to be... She's a force, you know, for other teams to deal with. They've got to they've guard her at every angle. And so just really proud of her confidence in that moment and for making that huge shot. And Maddie Biddle, you guys were down at halftime, but Maddie Biddle comes out and ends up uh, for the game. She has 14 points, but 10 of those points came in that third quarter to really get you guys up on top at that point. Yeah, we were able to find her on some of those backdoor cuts. You know, we'd been working and made some adjustments at halftime to be able to to kind of hit us more on cuts to the rim. But it wasn't just that. It was, you know, in her press attack. We hit her in the middle of the floor, and she broke the press and was aggressive off of that to be able to get get to open layups and really handle some pressure D. And that's one area that, that we've really grown in throughout our non-conference and even the first, you know, first couple games in, in our conference at ECU, just handling that pressure better. You said rebounding was a big portion of this game and going to be a big key for you. And they get 44 rebounds, 22 were offensive rebounds. You gave up a lot of offensive rebounds, but they only got eight, or excuse me, seven second chance points off of those 22 offensive rebounds. Was, was it the key to just try to get them to have bad shots after that? What was the key there? <laughs> no, our strategy was not to allow them to get the rebound <laughs> yes, and of course. have them take a bad <laughs> shot. Um, we always want to contest shots, for sure. Um, but we, we really, you know, we, we fought hard, and, and, and credit to UCF. They've got some great interior players that are very good rebounders. I think the key to that was that we were, what, 7 for 14 from three in the in the second half, so we were combating some of their rebounding with quick scoring offense from behind the arc. And, and rebounding's an area where we have got to continue to get better. You know, we've got to be able to have more guards get in there and rebound, and we've got to be able to, to hold off some players that we know that their one job when they come in the floor is to get the rebound. I also felt like in the second half, you guys took much better care of the ball. I think it was 11 turnovers in the first half, just five in the second. Uh, you guys just seemed to take care of the ball a lot better in that second half. 
Yeah, I thought they rattled us early. You know, I felt like we just, we became a little bit unsure of ourselves. And then I felt after halftime, you know, we made a couple couple of adjustments but but it wasn't it, it wasn't all the X's and O's you know it was just such great poise and, and composure that they had in the face of some of that pressure in the second half and the girls did a great job with that you shoot 55 percent in that second half 75 percent in the fourth quarter alone and it just seemed like you all were taking good shots there was no bad shots taken in that entire stretch no, no, not at all, you know, and that's one thing is that sometimes we're going to shoot the ball early in the clock, but we, we, have such, we, we have players who do such a great job of recognizing good shots versus great shots, and so many times we're passing up good for great shots, and we were able to do that this game. And now you get a full week to kind of catch your breath before you get Houston at home, and Houston's been good in the, in the conference play here. They kind of struggled in non-conference, but they've been good in conference play. But it should be another good game. But you get to catch your breath for a little bit and have a full week to prepare for Houston. Yeah, you know, we're going to celebrate this one today. I think it's really important that as a team, you know, we reflect on some things that we do well and that we have those celebrations. But then tomorrow, you know, full full steam ahead preparing for the Houston team. I know they're a tough team, and, and we're excited to be able to, to grow ourselves a little bit this week, have a little bit of time in between some games to, to work on ourselves and see, you know, see where we can get better in some areas all right we're looking forward to it coach thanks all right thank you all right thanks to brandon and to coach nelp of course and now here's an interview that brandon conducted prior to the uh, game at ucf uh, with a newcomer katia gallegos here's how that went katia you missed a few games with an injury but you were able to come back against wichita state how great did it feel to be back out there on the floor no it feels it feels amazing you know being part of this special team you'll do anything to get on the floor and, you know, from coming off the bench, like, it's just great energy off off and off the bench. So, you know, this, this team is great, and I just want to do anything to help. How tough was it to have to stay on the bench when you were injured and not be able to physically help them? I mean, you can be encouraging with your words and all that, but, I mean, especially when, you know, there might be a stretch where they're struggling a bit. How hard was it to not be able to physically go out there and help them? It was It was hard, honestly, like, especially, you know, we got other players who are not able to play as well. So you just you just see everything in their shoes. And, you know, I'm just grateful. I'm grateful that I'm back. And, you know, it's it's hard. It's hard. And But at the same time, the girls make it so easy. They, they encourage you every day. You show up to practice. You're, you're with each other. So that just makes it easier. You transferred from UTEP. What was it about Tulsa that made you want to come here? The the relationships with the girls. I knew uh, I knew a coach, she meant it when she said, like, there is a special connection with this team. Like, um, girls care, really care about each other. And, you know, she told me I would fit right in, and she wasn't wrong. So. <laughs> you were born in Mexico. You came to the U.S. When, in elementary school. What was that like, that transition from going from Mexico to the U.S.? You know, it, it was it – was, at that age, you just want to stay where you're at. So when I came over to the U.S., it was just I had to learn another language. And I, I thought that was really, like, hard for me at that time. That was, oh, oh my gosh, the world is ending. Like, I need to learn another language. I need to make friends. But, you know, basketball has gotten me out of really great tough times because basketball, you just need to play basketball. And um, I started making friends off there. I started learning the language easier as soon as I was in a basketball team, and it came off good. And then you also played for a couple of the, the Mexican national teams as well, the under-16, under-18s. How was that, like, just making that team? How did that help you out? You know, uh, it's a great 
experience to play for your for your country. And I honestly thought that was probably one of the best experiences I've had. And I, I, I'm planning on continuing to play for Mexico. And um, it was just experience. Uh, international level basketball is just different. Uh, you get to learn a lot of things. You get to uh, meet a lot of new players from all across the world. You get to meet big stars like Paige Booker's, Caitlin Clark, all of them. And it's really cool. I, I think it taught me a lot of um, experience within the international level and just upping my game. How is that game different? I know you played in Argentina, but like, how is that game different when you're playing for your country as opposed to playing for your school? You know, for my school, I was just it was just run by the point guard and, and we're just playing. Um, international level, it's just different styles like uh, defense, uh, offense. Uh, not everybody is playing at the American level. Some some players are very good. Like for for example, Argentina. Argentina plays a different style of basketball, and it's a good basketball. So it's just learning different styles and just playing together. With you making those kind of the junior teams for Mexico, being on the senior national team, being on that team and possibly playing in an Olympics, is that a, a, a goal of yours? Yes, and I that's that's part of the reason I I was looking for a school like Tulsa because Tulsa develops individually, skill-wise, uh, mentally-wise. It's just a different type of focus. I'm, I'm really glad I'm here with Coach Angie. She's She's been teaching me a lot, and other than the girls, like it's just it's just love and the, for the game of basketball. And I'm learning every day with this team. Oh, that's very awesome! I appreciate you taking the time and uh, sharing all that with us. Appreciate it. No, of course. Thank you. Midweek bye this week for the University of Tulsa women's basketball team as they will not play in the midweek, but then will host Houston on Saturday. And that ball game begins at uh, 1 p.m. at the Reynolds Center. Look forward to seeing you there. Meantime, on the men's side, TU men's team looking for their first win in the American. They'll play against uh, Temple on Tuesday night at the Reynolds Center. That game starts at 7 p.m. as TU taking on the Owls. And then uh, on Saturday, Tulsa will be in Wichita. That wraps it up for this edition of of Eye of the Hurricane podcast. I'm Bruce Howard. So long. This is Eye of the Hurricane podcast, the official podcast of University of Tulsa Athletics. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Golden Hurricane Sports Network. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates North Park, Illinois.